take a moment and say, Lord, what is the mountain that needs to be moved? And I want to encourage you this morning what the Word of God says about mountains. <laughs> Come on, somebody. What does, the, the Word talks a lot about mountains, right? There were a lot of mountains uh, with Moses. He climbed lots of mountains. They hid in the mountains. But the, 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 the scripture that I want to take you to is in Matthew 17. And I want to take you there because here's what God says to mountains. And, and all that we need to do is have this for mountains to move. Listen to what he says. It says, um, and I'm going to read it out of the, the passion. I'm going to start at verse 20. He says, he told them, it was because of your lack of faith. I promise you, if you have faith inside of you no bigger than the size of a small mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move away from here and go over there, and you will see it move. There is nothing you couldn't do, but this kind of demon is cast out only through prayer and fasting. Now, he says this. He says, you can say to this mountain, move away from here and go over there. What mountain was he talking about? Right? He said this mountain. Now he was in the in the context he had cast out a demon and they had asked, How come we couldn't do that? How come we couldn't move like you moved, Jesus? And he said, Well, it's your faith. Right? You you lacked faith. So if you're gonna move this mountain, which if we really go a little deeper in the context, he's talking about a stronghold. But then he says, now this kind of demon, <laughs> okay, because he's like, well, you know, yes, you can speak to these, but he's like, now this kind has to come out by prayer and fasting. But he's also letting us know that there are some strongholds that you can speak to, mountains, mountains. So, you know, he wasn't talking about, like, okay, go to that mountain and tell it to get out of the way. He's talking about strongholds. And he's saying you can move it. You can tell it to move. You can tell it to move. And the Lord just began to say this to me this morning and I, as I was up, and I was just, you know, just, you know, like, Lord, okay, wh where do you want to go? He says there's strongholds that need to move. And you know, we can get really comfortable in our strongholds. We can get really familiar because that's what they call familiar spirits. We keep going back around the same thing over and over. We go around the same mountain over and over. We're marching around it, and we're, we're you know, we're saying, oh, that mountain's got to move. But he says that the only way that that mountain's going to move is if you're faith. There's a level of faith that it takes for mountains to be moved. There's a level of faith that it takes for strongholds to be broken. And can I just tell you, he says, it just needs to be a little bit. He says, it doesn't, it has, doesn't have to be any bigger than the size of mustard seed. Have you ever seen a mustard seed? Have you ever seen a mustard seed? It's so tiny. 
And he's using that as an illustration to let you know if you just have a little bit of faith, mountains, strongholds will be removed. Those places that you feel stuck in, the thing that you keep returning to, come on, come on. What do you keep going back to? What's your default? So some of us have a default. We, we do all the things, we pray, we worship, we read our Bible, we go to church, we do the devotional, but when life starts to happen, we go to our default. And the Lord says, that's a mountain that needs to move because I should be your default. You should be coming to me. But he says, I just need you to have just a little bit of faith in me. Now, we can say, well, God, I have so much faith in you. How, how can you measure the amount of faith you have is when things start to happen. What's your default? How do you respond? What do you say? What do you think? What do you do? Right? What's your first response? That's what he's talking about. What was your first response when when that stronghold came came up? What was your first response when you got the bad news? What did you do? What did you say? What did you think? Did you immediately think that the doctor's report was a death sentence? What did you think? Or did you go to your default, which is Jesus, and say, wait a minute. God said, I shall live and not die. So I prophesied to this body. I prophesied to these bones. And I say, live. You know, Scripture tells us in Proverbs that we have the power of life and death. In our tongue. So I think it's interesting how the Lord told Ezekiel to speak to the body. Woo! Oh, come on, somebody. Isn't that just powerful? He told him to speak to the body, the bones. We need our bones. Our skeletal system, right, is very important. If you remember that, right, when you took biology <laughs> in college or in, in high school, you need your bones because otherwise, we, <laughs> you know, those things that just go with air and they're, you know, they just waving back and forth. <laughs> That's how we look. But God made us to have a structure to hold us up. He's like, I'm going to have you made to be you know, strong, but your bones, you need your bones. And and God told Ezekiel to speak to those bones. He said, speak to that body. Speak to it. Speak to the breath. Speak to the bones. Some of you need to begin to speak to your body. And tell your body you will live. Come on. Tell your mind. You're, you have the right mind. Come on. Instead of speaking the very thing that you go into default, yes, I'm depressed. Yes, I'm fearful. Yes, I have anxiety. Yes, I have worry. If you could record yourself and play it back 
and listen to the words that are coming. What are you prophesying over yourself? Ezekiel was told by the Lord. Here's what he says. He says um, in verse, so Ezekiel 37, he says in verse 4, listen, listen. He says, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, listen to this, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. He didn't tell him to prophesy and say to them, you are depressed. You have anxiety. You who has worry. No, he said, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. We need to speak life over ourselves. We need to speak life over our family, over our 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 our, our children, our, our husbands. Prophesy. Now, this is powerful because God told him to prophesy to the bones. So I want you to get a glimpse here of what was happening. He told him, You see this dry thing? Speak to it. You see this dry thing? Speak to it. Now, normally, if we see a pile of dry bones, we just think it's garbage. We think it's waste. We think it's not any worth anything. But this is how God operates. He will speak to the very dry thing and tell it to live. And I don't know who this is for, but God is speaking to the very dry thing in you, and he's saying, you will live. We, we, we've got piles of bones that we've just been uh, looking at. But God says, I want you to prophesy to that. I want you to speak to that mountain. See, right now, that stronghold seems like a mountain. And you can't see your way out. You can't see on the other side. Come on. I'm not just speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. It just seems like there's no way out. But God is saying, prophesy, speak to that mountain, speak to that stronghold. So here we go. What is it? I asked this question yesterday, but today we're going to do the work. Because he doesn't want you to walk around with dry bones, feeling stuck, feeling stale. Right? What did he ask the man at the pool of Bethesda? Do you want to be healed? Do you want to have this struggle going back over and over around the same mountain? Dealing with the same issue? There's that thing that keeps popping up. And it just, it's like, oh my gosh, again, here we go. But there's no more here we go. Because today it stops. Because we're going to prophesy. Now, let's talk about prophesy. Prophecy is meant to edify. It's meant to build up. And when he told Ezekiel to prophesy, he told him to 
speak what he couldn't see, but speak it anyway. Now, for some of us, this is difficult because we see what we see, and we can't shake what we see. (laughs) Come on. We see what we see. And so we can't shake that. It's like, but when I look at this, there seems no way out. When I see this, it just seems impossible. But what did Jesus say that if you do what he told them to do, which was speak to that mountain, he said there will be nothing impossible for you. If you have this faith, that's just no bigger than a mustard seed. It doesn't take a, a seminary degree. It doesn't take a 12-week prophetic course. It doesn't take, you know, uh, you know, a whole bunch of stuff for you to prophesy. <laughs> Just speak. Just speak to that dry bone. Speak to that stronghold. Tell it to move. Speak to it. Prophesy. Speak those things as if they were. That's what Scripture tells us to do. Speak those things as if they were. If we keep speaking what we see, what we feel, feelings are fickle. So if we keep speaking, you're prophesying into your, you're prophesying in your bones. You're telling your body you're sick. You're telling your body I'm depressed. You're telling your body I have fear. And we know that we have the power of life and death in our tongue. So you're bringing life to that very thing. You're saying, I want fear to live in me because I'm saying it. I'm fearful. I'm scared. I'm worried. I have anxiety. So you're talking it out. And that begins to shape your atmosphere. It begins to shape your world. And people wonder why they're stuck. What are you saying? I think it's so powerful that every time God told Ezekiel to move, he told them to speak. Anybody want to see a move of God in your life? Change what you say. The move is in your mouth. Come on. That's a T-shirt right there. The move is in your mouth. I always say that. The miracle is in your mouth. Prophesy. 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 I think it's so powerful that you told him to speak to the breath. The very wind of God, he said, speak to that breath and tell that breath to enter into that body so it will live. He said, speak to the, the, the sinews so that flesh would come upon that body to the skin. He just began to speak to the top of the head, to the bottom of the feet of that body. And then there was a response. When the word went forth, there was a response because he says that I prophesied as in verse 7, so I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Listen, there was a response to the word. There's something that happened when we begin to speak 
the word of the Lord over the stronghold, over the situation, things start to move. The move is in your mouth. So today, I want you to begin to prophesy. Now, I'm going to just give you this. Speak not what you see, but what God says. So you're going to need to go into your Bible for this. You're going to have to speak the word because it's not about speaking what you want to see. Come on. It's what God already said. (laughs) Come on. Speak those things as if they were. He already said it. So speak that. Because notice, Ezekiel spoke the word that God commanded him to speak. It was God's word, not Ezekiel's word. It was God's word that he spoke over the bones, over the, 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 the dry place. So it's the word of the Lord. So that means you have to go into your Bible. That means you need to know the word. So here's a couple steps for you. One, get a word in your Bible. So what I would call it as a life verse you know, what is the stronghold? If it's fear, okay, let's just say that. Your stronghold is fear. Because, you know, we're going to be transparent. Your stronghold is fear. What does the Bible say about fear? <laughs> okay? Fear not, for I am with you. So how do you prophesy? I speak to fear in my life, and I tell fear to get out right now because the Word of God says that I should fear not because God is with me. Now, what you're doing is you're prophesying. You're speaking that thing as if it were. And you begin to shift. You come out of agreement with fear, and you speak the word that says you don't have to fear because God's with you. There's no fear in love because perfect love, what does that perfect love do? What does Scripture tell us? It casts out all fears. So speak to fear and say, God's perfect love is casting you out of my life right now. What does he say about anxiety? Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication, make your requests made known to God. Come on now. God, I tell anxiety to get out of here, out of my life, out of my mind, and I make all my prayers and petitions to you right now. Anxiety goes. Stop petting (laughs) that thing. We pet that thing. He says, stronghold goes. Speak to that mountain. Tell it to move. That thing is blocking you. It's blocking you from crossing over into the promised land. You know what it is. That's between you and God. I know what mine is. Come on. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And I'm not here to put you on blast or to shame you. This is so you can be set free. What is it? So we're going to take, I want you to take a few moments right now. And, and, and as I asked you in the beginning, what is that mountain that needs to be moved? And, and if you want to get free, 
If you want that thing to move, some of you, and, and here's what I'm hearing, you have a, a big assignment. God has a big assignment on your life. That thing's got to move. God is so good because he always will take you through the process <laughs> before the promise. You heard about David? Come on. You heard about Joseph? Come on. They had to go through the process. Esther, they had, even Jesus had to go through a process to get to the promise. So he doesn't highlight these things to, you know, to shame you. This is called pruning. Is that thing's got to go. So I need you to get some faith to tell that thing today to move. Do you believe, this is your faith test, that he can deliver you? Do you believe that if you speak to that stronghold, he will set you free? Come on. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? Uh, but you don't know, this what I got, you know, I need a prescription for this, honey. Mm-hmm. Do you believe he can deliver you? I've seen God take people who were so strung out on drugs and radically transform them in a moment. I'm not saying they didn't struggle, but, oh, they were marked. Oh, they were marked. Do you believe that's the faith? That's what Jesus was talking Do you just have enough faith to believe that thing can move? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we thank you that mountains will move today. So we prophesy to that mountain. We tell it to go in Jesus' name. 